0: book of Mark hallelujah praise God turn me on father I thank you this morning for the word of the living God that is the word of a God that it is impossible for him to lie that you cannot speak anything but the truth so we thank you that we are on the solid rock of almighty God that cannot be shaken so we bless you and honor you this day in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. And said again, Amen. Hallelujah. Mark, the fourth chapter. We're going to talk about the kingdom of God this morning and how it works. We talked on it last week. We're going to talk again this week and tonight. Praise God. Fourth chapter of Mark, first verse. It said, And he, Jesus, began to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land, and he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine. Now he's talking about a a parable. A parable is just something that he can explain in the natural that will explain the supernatural. He's explaining how the kingdom of God works, but he's using natural things, such as planting a seed, just simple things that he can teach where you can understand the kingdom of Almighty God. So when you, uh, he's making a comparison here. So you have to stay focused on the subject. A lot of people will get off on this, well, the ground over here, this, you know, get off on any kind of thing about a parable and try to figure it out. Any parable must be explained real simple or it, it, it's, you've got the wrong understanding. If it's not simple, then it's something wrong. If you have to go to Matthew Henry's commentary and everybody else's commentary to the thing, something is wrong. You should never have to go to anybody's commentary. You have an auction from the Holy One. He is your teacher. That's why Satan fights receiving the Holy Ghost so much is because he is the teacher of the church. So when we read parables, let's understand what's the subject of them. What's he teaching on? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Like the book of James He talks about patience. And who does he use for an example? He uses the example of Job. Well, folks, get over there and Job. I know my mother, she tried to get my father healed out of the book of Job. It wasn't the subject of that whole book. Said, well, Job got healed. Yeah, he might have. But the whole book of Job is about patience. Let's don't lose the subject of our teaching." When he makes a parable, what is he talking about? Now all this, Mark, the first 30 verses are about the kingdom of Almighty God. Fourth chapter there, the 10th verse, it said, And when he, Jesus, was alone, they, that were about him with the twelve, wasn't just the twelve he is teaching, Ask him of this parable. What's this parable mean? And he said unto you, unto you it is given to know the mystery are the keys of the kingdom of God. Now I'm gonna teach you the mysteries. They've been held mysteries up until now, but Jesus is revealing the mysteries. Well, let's find out what the subject he's teaching on. He said, the mystery is the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. In other words, I'm going to show you the keys. I'm going to give you the exact unveiling, the truth, the revelation about the mystery of God that God had planned before the foundation of the earth for your sake, what he has already set down to your credit, what already belongs to you right now, that you don't have to wait one of these days in the sweet by and by Heaven's resources are yours right now. Now, blessed be God, we need to understand that if we're going to operate in faith. See, so he said it's impossible to please God without faith. For you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, Jesus gives. A warning, 4th chapter of Mark, 21st verse. Now we'll get back to some of this in the middle, but let me get this, see, let's, let's just get some understanding about what he's talking about before we get into his explanation. 21st verse, And he said unto them is a candle brought to put under a bushel or under a bed and not to set on a candlestick. Now he's talking about something's going to light something up. Amen. Amen. For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad or be revealed. 23rd verse said, If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. 24th verse said, And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear, now listen very careful to him. He's saying, I'm going to reveal something to you. It's going to be like a, 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 a light on a hill. It's going to be like that beacon that they can see way out to the sea. It's going to be like a candlestick. Blessed be God that's set here and you can see everything around it. I'm going to show you this. Now he wants to show you something. 24th verse, he said, take heed what you hear. With a measure that ye meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear, shall more be given. Hallelujah. He said, Take heed what you hear. One translation said, Be careful how you listen. Be careful how you listen. See, he talks about different things that that come against the kingdom of God and shows you what's coming, but he also does something else. He's teaching here, blessed be God, what good ground is, what produces. He said, if you don't receive it right, you ain't going no further. And said, if you don't receive it right, what you hear is going to be taken away from you and you ain't even going to understand that. Now this way, the kingdom of God, I'm going to reveal something. Do you know we've got the Holy Spirit? He's the revealer of the church. He wants to reveal this to you this morning. Amen. Amen. So, he said, 24th verse, Take heed how you hear or what you hear, because we're the same measure you meet or how you hear. If you don't hear it right, you ain't getting no more. Why do you think a lot of people come in and get saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and go no further. Because they ain't got no root in themselves. And they don't hear it right. They're not careful how they hear it. Now we'll get into that in just a minute. How you're supposed to hear. Hallelujah. See so he said, be careful how you listen. Why? If your, if your heart, if your heart is listening right. You'll get more of the keys or more revelation. 25th verse said, For he that hath to him shall be given. And to him that hath not for him, from him shall be taken even that which he has. Now, ain't that a terrible thing? That's a terrible thing, folks. Hallelujah. Well, what does he mean? It's according to how you hear the measure you're going to get. Be careful how you hear. See, if you don't hear it right, you're gonna lose what you got. If you hear right, you're gonna get more. You know, most folks know more when they first got saved than they did 10 years after they got saved. They got more love, they got more everything, more compassion and everything else when they first got saved than they did. You know, I, 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 know, I know Pentecostal people that grow bitter and bitter every day. They're bitter today, and, and they start out in the love of Almighty God. Why? Because they didn't hear what Jesus is saying. You've got to take, take heed what you hear. Be careful how you hear. Praise God. So he's going to teach here how the kingdom works. Turn back to the 13th verse, Mark 4, 13. It said, and as he said unto them, know ye not this parable. Now he's comparing something natural to explain how the kingdom of God works. Now if you don't know this parable, you ain't gonna understand the kingdom of God. Now if you don't understand how how these principles work, you'll always be trying to get God to do what he's already done. You'll always be believing for something rather than believing you have it. Instead of knowing what belongs to you, you'll always be looking for that brighter day and that greener pasture. It's going to be better one day. Oh, all in the sweet by and by. It's finally, just stick it off in, in, in another world instead of believing you got it right now. So he said, now take heed how you hear or you ain't going to get no more. that's simple enough, isn't it? Thirteenth verse again, and he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? If you don't know this one, you ain't gonna know any of them. Fourteenth verse said, And the sower sowed the word. So he is talking about the word of God. You can even say he's talking about Jesus. He was the word and he was sown. Blessed be God. But he said right here, the sower sowed the word. The word is seed. The sower sowed the word. What is the law of seed? The law of seed is reproduction. He said, What's a grain? it's like a grain of mustard seed. When you cast it in the ground, it'll grow up and produce a gigantic tree. How come? It don't take but a grain of mustard seed of the word of God. I'm telling you, if you got a, a, a faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say under this sickness problem of uh, financial need, be thou removed and be thou cast in the seed and it should obey you. Hallelujah. If you got much as a grain of mustard seed. Amen. So, He said, the sower sowed the word. The law of seed is every seed reproduces after its own kind. If you plant seed on healing, it will reproduce. It don't have a choice. It don't have a choice that, well, it ain't going to produce for me. Yeah, how come you just pulled it up with your mouth? You sow words with your mouth. And what you plant with your mouth will reproduce. You cannot plant words. You don't go get part of the Bible and it says healing and go dig in the ground and put it in the ground and expect it to grow up. Do you know you have a miracle in your mouth? You have the word of God. When it is in your mouth, it will reproduce itself. The sower spoke the word, sowed the word. Words come out your mouth. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Genesis eight twenty two, he said, As long as the world stands, there will be seed time and harvest. Amen. In Genesis 1, 11, he said, Every seed reproduces after its own kind. That's why ain't no human ever come from a monkey. Ain't no human being ever. Uh, 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 gravitated far from amoeba unto what we are today. You know, that's so ignorant. You know the fellow that, that, that thought that up named Darwin, you know where he wound up? In the mental institution. Right. Running into a rubber room and we're going to follow something like that. Amen? No, no. If that was so, we'd be bringing some more off. They'd be reproducing all time. No, that's a lie. In the beginning our God made man. Yeah. Hallelujah. He made a reproduction of his own self. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. So God used the law of seed, the law of the word to produce his family. You were predestined to be conformed to the exact image of the Lord Jesus Christ that he might be the first of many brothers, a bunch of them. How are they going to be? like the original, like the seed. Amen. Jesus said if a corn of wheat don't fall to the ground and die, it'll not reproduce. Talking about himself, praise God. He said, John 1.1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This Word was sown by Almighty God and he reproduced the Lord Jesus Christ in you. It is no longer I that live, but it is the Christ that liveth in me. Now you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. God predestined, I'm gonna take this seed. He said, not of seeds in Galatians 3, not of seeds as of many, but under thy seed, which is Christ. And if you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heir to every promise God's ever made. You're an heir of God, now an equal heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. If he's got it, you got it. Hallelujah. How come? God planned it that way. Well, I don't deserve it. Oh, that's right. I don't care whether you deserve it or not. It ain't got anything to do with it. God thought you did. God thinks you're deserving. God thinks you're his favorite. God thinks you was a prodigal son, but you've come home. Hallelujah. Kill the fatted calf. Bring the ring, put a robe upon his back. That's my boy. He was lost, but he's done come home. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. So he is explaining this in God planting the Lord Jesus Christ. Hold your finger there in Mark and turn over to 1 Peter. 1 Peter, the first chapter. Hebrews, James, and Peter. Hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God. 1 Peter 1.23. Being born again of seed. See, we've never given God the credit being able to reproduce Himself. God wants a family. He don't want a family full of cows. You can't fellowship with a Shetland pony. You can't walk in the ta- and talk in the cool of the day with a hippopotamus. God wants a family that he can talk to and that can talk to him. See, that's what prayer should be. It be ought to be fellowship with God, not just asking him for something always. If you knew it, bless God, everything God's got's already yours, already belongs to you. Hallelujah. Well, how am I going to get it out? He give you faith to reach out there and get it. And I'll tell you, the highest type of faith you can have is thanksgiving. Thanking Him. Father, I thank you that Jesus took my infirmities. He bare my sickness. Thank you, Father, that He became poor, that you could make me wealthy. That's already mine. I don't have to ask Him for $10, $1,000. I don't have to do that. Amen. Amen. What do you do? I thank him for it. Alright, 23rd verse, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by what? By the word of God. What's the word of God do? It liveth and abideth forever. You're born again of incorruptible seed. Can you say amen? amen? Seeds, words, reproduce, praise God. God's Word planted will reproduce anything it says. Philemon 6 said that the communication of your faith become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Mark eleven twenty three 23 said, whosoever. You know who, that, who them whosoever's is? He said, whosoever shall believe in the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. He said, whosoever shall say under that sickness, that problem, that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. Believe what? That those things that he say is going to come to pass. How come you going to believe what you say? Because I'm going to say what God said. I'm going to agree with God. Hallelujah. If it looks like the worst thing in the world, I'm still going to take the word of God. Take heed how you hear now. Be careful how you hear the word of God. Now, I'll get into it a little bit further in just a minute. Praise God. So, Hebrews 10, 23 said, Hold fast to your confession. Are you saying the same thing God says? Most folks talk what God says, and in the next moment they say, Well, you know, I know my God meets my every need, but, you know, I hate, I hate it, but they're they going to come take my phone out tomorrow. Can't afford it. Well, I know God heals me, but bless God, that ain't what my doctor said. My doctor said this: most folks got more faith in the doctor and doing than God's word. I'll say it's as short as two or three percent of the whole body of Christ that really believes the word of Almighty God. I'm talking about we that call ourselves faith people. Amen. See, take heed how you hear. If you want the kingdom of God to work for you, you better pay attention to how it works. Right. Amen. 14th verse again, the sower sowed the word. Hallelujah. God sowed the word and reproduced Jesus in you. 15th verse. And these are they by the wayside where the word was sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart and these are they likewise which were sown on stony ground <clears throat> who when they heard the word immediately received it with gladness now that sounds mighty good don't it they received it with gladness you ever seen someone get saved hallelujah and get turned on and say bless God I see where healing's mine I see where the blessing of God's mine see man they received it with gladness Ann, Ann always sticks her head up. What Ann have to say? And have no root. They heard it with gladness. My, ain't I happy? I done got saved. I done got the Holy Ghost. Man, I done heard about this healing. I done heard about the blessings of God. I done heard all this. But how'd you hear it? Did you hear it with the intentions of putting it into practice? Did you hear it with the intentions of making God's word your final authority? Did you hear it with the intentions of making it your only answer? Well, if that don't work, I can always go to the doctor. If God don't meet my needs, you know, granny, she's always bailed me out. I can get a little something off of granny. You know, she's a good woman. Boy, she's been saved a long time. She has helped me a many times. If this don't work, I'll, I can fall back on that. No, you ain't hearing it right. This kingdom won't work for you, it's not working for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me read you another translation. Barclay. Those, see, those who enthusiastically welcome the word as soon as they heard it. But these, these folks have no root. They don't have no root. You ever heard of Kun- Kunta Kente? Huh? You can take that two or three ways. You ever heard of Kunta Kente? He had roots, didn't he? Huh? They made television shows out of him having roots, where he went back, uh, even... To his ancestors in Africa. Well, bless God. Some people ain't never had no ancestors back there. Not an old praying grandma. Not an old praying auntie, Not an old praying somebody that back in their roots. Kind of like Paul told Timothy. Said, "Man, I know you got some faith in it. It was in your mammy and in your grandma Eunice. Bless God. It was back there. You got some roots in the Word of Almighty God." Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as some folks. He said they don't have no root in themselves. Now listen to this: as soon as they hear it, but these have no root. You know what I? I just count that they ain't got guts enough to walk in the ways of the Lord. You ain't got something in you, you can't do nothing. You ain't gonna do nothing if you have not determined that I'm gonna be a doer of the word. That I am gonna hear that word and put it into practice. If you don't hear it like that, then you ain't good ground. He said, listen this, but those, good ground is not where you plant it in the ground or in somebody's ministry. You ever hear folks always talking about, now you give in to me, this is good ground. Well, no, it ain't. You, those that hear it, are the ground that it's sold in. It is a person, not a ministry. It is a person, not just sowing it somewhere. Now Barclay said, those who enthusiastically, how many of you have seen them out there at the jail just jump, turn somersaults? My God, that's the best thing i ever seen and you never see them again. A lot of them ain't got enough roots in them. Do you know that? They ain't got no roots. They may not have some praying folks, but they, you, if you don't, at least you can have enough guts to be a man. You've got to have enough guts to say, I'm going to walk with God. God said, I know about Abraham. He'll not only walk with me, but he'll teach his children. Bless God, hallelujah. Amen. You know what good ground is? Either you're good ground or you don't produce nothing. Good ground's the only thing produced. rest of this, rest of these that hurt it, everything else, they fell to the wayside. Five times they failed, and one time it worked. Hallelujah. Do you know it's about the uh, uh, extent of Christianity? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say it's one out of a hundred that bounce to something and gets a hold to the Word of God. Because they hear it. Well, wasn't that a good preaching sermon? I wished I had the CD on it. Well, it wouldn't do you no good. Do you no know good? How come? You want to play it? I've had people pat me on the back and say, oh, Brother Sullivan that's a wonderful message. And I know for sure and certain they ain't got a hold to diddly. Diddly dumb. Nothing. How you know? Well, you can see their life. It don't ever work. You probably don't ever see them again either. Amen, you've got to have some root in yourself. Now Barclay said, those who enthusiastically welcome the word as soon as they heard it, but these have no root. Their faith is at the mercy of the moment, and when they are involved in a situation which puts their faith to test, they quit. They quit. First time some little something comes up. How many of you know Jesus said in the world you're going to have trouble? Now most Christians settle up on that. Oh yeah, we got trouble. Trouble on every side. And then we get up and sing something about an old ship that had an anchor or something and it don't mount a hill of beans. It holds. Well, bless God, what are you holding? What do you got to hold to? What do you got? Are you listening to me? Praise God. How are you hearing Which when they're a situation which puts their faith to the test, they quit. Little storm come up. Jesus said in the world you're gonna have tribulation. You know what most folks are still trying to tribulate? I've been tribulating ever since I was three. That and been barefooting. Are you listening to me? Everybody wants not center up on tribulation. What I care about is tribulation. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Well, I'm centering, centering up. I'm an overcomer. I'm not the overcome. I'm in union with the creator of the universe. Praise God. Living Bible said, when the hot winds of persecution blows, they lose interest. I don't believe I like that good as I heard that sounded pretty good when that preacher was saying it. And I don't know about all that. He's going to get me out here and get me drowned. Cotton patch, you want to hear that? When the time of real testing comes, when the tribulation comes, persecution comes, when the time of real testing comes, they chicken out. Huh? Amen. When that preacher stands up and preaches something about tithing and you don't tithe, you done chickened out. Now let's hear you laugh. Now wasn't that funny? Huh? When he gets up and talks about giving, when he stands up and talks about the healing virtue of Almighty God, and you don't make it your final answer, I hear that with one intention, to take it to my heart and put it into practice. When you don't hear it like that, you ain't gonna produce deadly. Now he said this is the kingdom of God's way and working. See, you gotta come to the conclusion, is God telling the truth? Or is he trying to get you out there and get you hurt? Huh? Well, brother son, the worst thing that happened to us. We'd go to heaven. Yeah, that's right. But this word of God'll keep you here on the earth. When the time of real testing comes, they chicken out. They don't have any inner convictions. I'm going all the way with the word of God. That's what you got to have. You see, we've come to a society that that has more doctors. And they fight over the business. There's so many of them. Every kind of doctor. Eye doctors, foot doctors, ear doctors, and snout doctors. All of them. Bone crackers, everything. We got all kinds of doctors. Hallelujah. We can open our medical, medicine cabinet, and there's Tylenol, all, and, and Evalol, aspirin, everything. And name it, we got some of it. Easiest thing in the world is reach and get that. That's why I ain't got none in my house because I don't want to make it easy. Bless God, I got something I know works every single time. Hallelujah. It's better than Tylenol. It's better than anything, praise God. My God himself took my pains and carried my sorrows. I stand up and proclaim it. I'm a voice in the earth. I speak what God said. I have God's results. How come? Because God's got a law in effect. Law of reproduction, law of seed. Hallelujah. People that have no inner convictions. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. That don't have guts enough to step out there. You know, sometimes it, it ain't easy to step out there on the Word of God. Well, you can read this parable, and, and most of the time the Word of God failed. Say, I, the Word of God can't fail. Oh, yes, it can if you don't hear it right. It won't work for you unless you're hearing it right. Hallelujah. 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 See, these folks had no root. Came of God, doesn't work for them. Does not work for them. Hallelujah. 17th verse, have no root in himself, and so endure. How long they endure? But for a time. see, Endure means to bear up courageously. But they don't have no root. And they fail. Now listen, they fail before persecution comes. They don't make it to the persecution. Huh? So endure but for a time. Now afterward, when affliction, persecution rise for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Afterward, when Satan tries to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, they they don't even get to that point. Huh? How come? Because they ain't hearing it right. They don't hear it with a purpose. Eighteenth verse. And these, that's people. It ain't the ground. And these are they which sown, are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, enter in and choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Don't work for them. One translation said, They hear the word, go off, and allow themselves to be sifted by the anxieties, the riches, the pleasures of life. They never reach maturity. How come it don't? Because they didn't hear this thing right. They didn't hear it with the intention of putting it in their life. I mean, Jesus, when he found the place where it's written, he made that his life. You need to find yourself in the Bible just like Jesus did. When it said himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. You put that in your mouth and you start speaking it out. Hallelujah. These words go somewhere. I'll tell you where they go. They go into the kingdom of Almighty God and bring out what's already reserved for you in heaven. Hallelujah. They hear the word go off and allow themselves to be sifted by anxieties, the riches, Pleasures of life. Well, I don't ever get to do anything. I hadn't been able to do anything. I, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't had a vacation in six months. I ain't never had one. I don't have to get away for a while. Well, I just got to get away. I had a friend, he is always going up to do grace, said, I got to get alone by myself with the Lord. no. You a full blood rested idiot. That's what your trouble is. You get off by yourself, hallelujah, just to get away from your wife and children. It ain't alone with God. Because if you was getting hold of the things of God, you'd have done put them into practice now, and you wouldn't have to run off and, 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 and you know, get refreshed. I show him doing good this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another translation. Schoenfeld, he said anxieties and riches, uh, uh, he translates that, the constant economical struggle. Huh? You know, most folks don't believe in giving or tithing. They don't believe that. They don't believe God will take it and multiply it. If he believed that, they would do it. They would put it into action. Amen. They'd put it in their mouth. I'm a type. When when something comes up, I know one time my washing machine quit uh, uh, working. It burned all the wires out from under the uh, uh, machine. I told call call the man. He come down and said you can't fix that. That's all burnt out. Laid hands on it three days. Every time come by there, I said you'll run in Jesus' name. I couldn't afford another one right then. I didn't have enough money to buy an old wet hen to set the eggs, man. Hallelujah! I laid hands on that. Laid hands on that third day. No electrical wires added to it or anything. That thing washed for another six months after that. Hallelujah! Till I believe God for another one. I didn't know what I know now. I just got started preaching. Then Pentecost folks told me, said you're not supposed to have any of this world's goods. And I could tell they didn't like some of this world's goods, such as deodorant. I could tell they didn't like that too good, nor did they like cologne. They didn't like that either. Hallelujah. You could tell that if you got close to them. Are you listening to me? Praise God. A lot of that stuff's crazy. Our God's already given you everything you need for life and godliness. You need to find out what belongs to you. Praise God. 20th century, said the snare of wealth and all sort of other ambitions. You know, a lot of people, one of the things they want to do when they hear about financial prosperity, they want to get rich, and that's all they think about. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and the rest of this stuff will be added to you. Amen? The snare of wealth and all sorts of other ambitions come in and so completely choke the word that nothing comes of it. You say, are they saved? Yeah. They filled with the Holy Ghost? Yeah. Have they got any of the blessings of God? No. If they got them, it's because someone else believed for them and helped them out. They didn't take anything they got and get them. Ben Johnson said, when the fact Uh, when they face active opposition and rejection, his interest in the spirit dimension will evaporate. Uh, I tell you what, I just tell you what, I just, you know, I don't know what I'll do, but I, I don't believe all that. I I, you know, no, you don't. That's why you ain't getting it. That's why you ain't putting it in your mouth. That's why you ain't speaking it. If you believe something, it'll come out your mouth. What do you believe? Well, it looks like I'm not going to make it. Looks like they're going to come get my car next month. I ain't got no way to pay for it. Well, they'll be to get it. They're sure and certain going to come get it. Huh? Satan will see to it. Amen? Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to hear this stuff right. If I don't hear it right, with the intentions of putting it in my life, making it my final answer, then I'm not hearing it right. Now Jesus is teaching this. Praise God. We translations. The pressure of the circumstances, having come and persecution because of the word, immediately he sees in it that of which he disapproves and which hinders him from acknowledging the word's authority. He don't want to acknowledge the Word's authority. He acknowledges the circumstance. The rents do. The car notes do. The baby sick. Talking all this stuff instead of planting the Word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. He hears the Word of God but he does not hear it with the intentions of making it his final and only answer. It ain't going to work no other way. It just don't work no other way. Another translation, those other interests quickly erase the impact of their encounter. Other interests. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I couldn't come to church last Sunday. How come? Well, you know, We had a little old golf tournament out here, and you know I I like golf. Yes, I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. But what'd you come today for? So I need healing. Well, are you going to get it? Well, I don't know. I sure hope so. Well, you ain't. You not. You not. You done made your decision the other day when you hit the golf course instead of putting it first place. Now, ain't nothing wrong. I'm not saying something wrong with golf. I care less. I don't care if you're playing tiddlywinks. I don't care if you're playing mommy pig. I don't care nothing about that, but what are you doing with the word? It has to be first place or seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then the rest of this stuff will come as a matter of course. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold your finger there and turn back to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Matthew, the sixth chapter. 19th verse said, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth. He says, is it wrong to have a saving account? I think it's wrong not to have one. That's not what he's saying. Where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. You can't put money in heaven. What can penetrate heaven? Nothing but your words. Not your finances, not your action, not anything. But words are the keys to the kingdom. Your words, they can be stored up. Hallelujah. You can store up your healing before you ever get sick. Hallelujah. Because it's already laid aside. It's already reserved for you in heaven. He goes on to say, 21st verse, For where your treasure is, there it will be be your heart also you know where your money is if that's your treasure have you found a pearl of great price have you found something that's better than life have you found something bless God that'll bring you up out of a horrible pit in a miry clay and set your feet on a solid rock praise God one that can never fail See, that's how you got to hear this thing. Fourth chapter of Mark, look in the 20th verse. And these are they. These are they. They are these. These are they. What do they do? which are sown on good ground. They and these are pronouns. That's talking about people. He's not talking about some ground. You determine whether you're good ground or not good ground. If you get easily offended, if you don't have any root in yourself, you ain't going to make it in the kingdom of God. You're going to lose your salvation. No, I didn't say that. I said you're not going to operate in the blessings of Almighty God. You'll have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy any of this. I intend to enjoy it right now. Hallelujah. This Bible wasn't written for heaven. And these are they which are sown on good ground. Now what are they like? Such as hear the word See, what's the subject of all this, all this that we've been teaching? What's the subject? Well, it's, it's about getting sifted. It's about, no, it's about the Word of God. There's your subject. Don't get off your subject. Everything he's saying about this, 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 this is all about this. What? The Word of the living God. Amen. So he said, these are they. Which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it. What happens? It bringeth forth some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. This is the only one it produced. The rest of them didn't produce diddly. Are oh, you understanding where I'm going? See, these didn't, they didn't produce anything. See, good ground is a person, not a place nor a ministry. Well, send into my, my ministry and you'll get a hundredfold return. All you're doing is sending your money off. And they sitting around laughing over what you sent. Huh? Now, they mean well, and I know they do a lot of things, but that's wrong. That's wrong. That is not what Jesus taught. Jesus said, these are they. These folks, they are. See, good ground is a person, not a place or a ministry. The person who is good ground is the only one that produced a harvest or a crop. Rest of them didn't produce anything. They didn't get healed. They didn't get financially blessed. They didn't see their children. They looked to fall off and their children was going into captivity. Amen. Wasn't nothing they could do about it. Wasn't nothing. Well, I knew he was going to be just like his old grandma. She was like that too. Well, how many of you know you done change grannies? You done change daddies. Amen. Hallelujah. I've been re-fathered. I got a new daddy. I got a daddy that owns the universe, bless God. And that little bit that I need ain't nothing compared to what he has. Hallelujah. So whatever he has, I now have. I am an heir of God and an equal heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. But I won't get it unless I hear it right. Be careful how you hear it. Are you hearing it with the intentions of putting it into practice in your life? Are you just hearing it over and over? You know, Paul said a lot of folks just hearing it over and over, ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. How come they don't hear it right? I knew a woman one time, she gave me 1,800 tapes by Brother Copeland, and she stayed in the biggest mess I ever said. It ain't in hearing it, it's how you hear it. It ain't whether I got 16 CDs about it. It's about what I heard with the intentions of making it my final answer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Barclay translates that good ground. Said It's the picture of the seed falling on good ground represents the people who hear the word and who really make it a part of themselves. And they produce a crop. If it ain't a part of you, it ain't going to work. How do I make it a part? I speak and act it. New English Bible said the word. They hold it fast and by their perseverance yield a harvest. They just don't give up. You know, a farmer don't go out there one day and plant a crop, and the next day go harvest it. He goes out there two or three days before the blade comes up. What does he do? Well, I'll tell you what. We must just plow this ground under. Ain't nothing coming up. Well, that's what most folks do with the Word of God. Well, I thought I'd be healed in five minutes, and it ain't come yet. Well, so I just lose interest in it. I get it. Well, I don't believe all that. I know that you didn't make it a part of your life. You didn't hear it right. You didn't hear it with intentions of making it my only answer. I don't want. If God can't lie, then how come I want another answer? Huh? Why do I need what some doctor said? Asked any doctor you know. Asked him, what do you do for a living? Said, I practice medicine. Well, who do you practice on? He, <laughs> you. Well, I don't need nobody practicing on me. I got the real thing. Amen? I got a God that cannot lie. See, I hear it with him telling me the truth. I'm hearing this. I'm fixing to act on this. I'm going to act like he's told the truth. That's all faith is. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. Barclay. This is Baptist theologian. He said, the picture of the seed falling on good ground represents the people. You, you determine whether you're good ground. You determine whether you're going to get a crop. You determine where you're going to get the answers uh, 30, 60, or 100. It's up to you. Not up to God. God's done give you His word, and He said, "My word is seed, and if you'll plant My word with your mouth, it will reproduce in your life." If you believe that, you'll put it in your mouth. You'll put it in your actions. Kind of like someone got arthritis. Well, what happened to you? Well, I got to hurting. You know what? I went and got up in the bed. You know, that's a terrible thing to get up in bed with arthritis. Author Author's worth one of them arthritis boys. You know that? Go put a good pair of silk pajamas on and just crawl up in the bed with it. Huh? Well, it hurts when I walk. Well, bless God, if you believe the Word of God's your only medicine you need, you'll walk it out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How long am I going to have to walk it out? I'm going to walk it out until six months after Jesus comes. That's right. Hallelujah. I ain't never going to get off because I believe God can't lie. That's right. Hallelujah. Another translation said the word, it hold, they hold it fast and their per- perseverance yield a harvest. Condon said, those who hear the word and let it take root, you know, when you first hear this thing, you've got to guard that thing. Satan comes when? Six months after you got saved? No, he'll come immediately. The first time you hear something, comes immediately to take away the word, so in your heart, how does it do? Cares this world, persecution, all lust of other things, uh, uh, hobbies enter in. Now, well, I've got to do this, and I've got to do this. And family chores, everything in the world fights the word of God. But I tell you what, if you hold on to the word of God, it always wins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take heed how you hear. Be careful how you hear if you want to harvest. Amen. 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 You know, fairy mars come out with seed in little packages. You want the best result? Read the instructions. Read on the instructions of the thing. Well, you hold this right here, you drop a little. Fertilize there. You drop your ear of corn right there and covered it up. Yeah. I go out there and look. Ain't nothing there. What are you going to look at? I'm going to get to the back of that package. Look there. I got a picture of a tall corn of stalk of corn. Hallelujah. Got five ears of corn. I'm looking at that right there. I'm looking at by his stripes I'm healed. Yeah. I'm looking at my God met my every need. I'm not looking at the need. Yeah. Amen. I keep saying with my mouth exactly what God says. I don't fight God with my mouth. Hallelujah. Good ground hears the word of God with the intentions of making the word of God my only answer. If you're looking for another answer, you ain't good ground. If you're looking for another crop, you're looking for the wrong things. I'm hearing it with intentions of producing a crop. Crop of what? Financial blessing, healing, financial, my children being saved. Amen. 1 Corinthians 3 9 said, You're God's husbandry. Other translations said, You're God's farm. You are. You're designed to produce a crop, you're designed to reproduce what God says, hallelujah, hallelujah. One translation said, you're God's co-workers. you working with God, not for him. you working with him, hallelujah. The kingdom of almighty God has come. Paul said, seek those things which are above where Jesus sits on the right hand of God. For you're dead, your old man's dead, and your life is now hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're a miracle waiting to happen. You got a miracle in your mouth. Your healing is determined by what you speak and act. He's already got it reserved in heaven for you. Hallelujah. Well, glory. You get anything out of this this morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Determine this morning that you're going to be that good ground God says. Determine this morning that I'm going to have a harvest of everything. I don't even want a 30 fold or 60 fold, I want a total 100 fold of everything God says is mine. Hallelujah. I will protect it, I'll guard my lips. I'll not say this day, I'll not say anything that refutes the word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. While every head's bowed, every eye's closed, make that decision this day. Hallelujah. Guess what's going to come? The thief, he's going to try to come pluck it up. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to guard it? you going to carry your shotgun out there? Huh? And shoot the crows when they come in? Are you going to fight them off? How are you going to do it? With words. See, they went into the promised land, but something happened. What happened? Their words were their fault.